Hello there! From between the yellow lines, this is Tramon Plus, an unscheduled stop. In this episode, we're spoiling Jordan Peele's Nope. I wear my sunglasses at night. So I can, so I can, watch you weave, then roll the intro. Hello everyone, Tramon has come to an unscheduled stop. Join Kirk and Rain on Tramon Plus for unexpected journeys to nowhere in particular. Please remain seated as we will begin moving shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, this tram is ready to depart. Driver, you are clear. Welcome back to Tram and Plus, everyone. We've got another one. We're doing it. It's been a while. It's, it's been it's, a while. I mean, Doctor Strange was the last one, and uh, that was what, May? Yeah, we're in August, so it's not bad, not bad. You said you want to do one, one more this year, and we're we're doing doing nope. Yeah, no, no. Like the begin, your New Year's resolution was I want to do at least one tram and plus, and we've done this is the oh third, yeah, this is the third one, third one. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I'm glad we're doing nope because I didn't want us to be, I didn't want tram and plus to be the Marvel movie review review section of Tramon. I here. wanted to prove that this is the thing we do anything we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I Kimmy wants us to do this. Has mm-hmm. been wanting the nope thing. She was also like, oh, you, you guys are going to do it? It's not Disney. I'm like, I don't do whatever. I'm like, Rain's yeah. most wanted thing is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We still have 100%. the, I, I think we still have the offer to do it on that set. So, Do we really? He said it was free. It's like basically they'll produce... An episode for us. Wait, do I need to continue wearing my sunglasses? That's up to you. Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, what was I saying? Right, the uh, set, set. Yeah, he said that's like they'll produce it for us, mm-hmm. and the trade-off is they can use us in their promotional material. Like we do podcasts, we do this and that. I'm like, so down, dude. Yeah, I'm so down. Uh, it's in Santa Fe Springs, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll talk. Can to we them. take our roadcaster? <laughs> they, dude, they have. Like lavalier mics and stuff. Oh, really? You do like a whole different type of deal. Oh. That's why it's got to be good, you know? Yeah. Uh, LTR. B- B-roll or something. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. They just put it on the screen. Or we could just be sitting in a... Wow, there's a producer there. Where I'm like, bring this video up. No, I don't think... Oh, like, oh maybe. But no, no, no. I mean, like, we could uh, we could be sitting in... Uh, shoot, what's it called? Rivendell. Ah, That'd be green cool. screen. Just like, yeah. Yeah. You know what? No, dude? it's not a green screen. It's an LED wall. Oh, kind of funny ish. You're just like straight up there. Yeah, but it's like 8K. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what? I said at the beginning of the year, I wanted to do more Travel Plus. What is today? Today is the August 9th. I want to coincide. Maybe I want to coincide that with Lord of the Rings and Rings of Power. Ooh. I want to do something there. I don't know what that thing, is, what that is, but I want to do something there. Because hmm. Rings of Power is a big, big deal for me. Whether it's gonna be good or bad, it's gonna be a big deal. If you find an easy way for us to just like boom remote record, mm-hmm. like we could do stuff all the time. I know, you I know? know. Now that I don't have my Mac Mini, it's like I have to reset everything up. I may have my my laptop, but you just get one more dock and you plug the dock in your laptop. And I know? have it. I have the dock. <laughs> I just need to set it up. <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like I got to do it in like, no, it's got to be up here. But then yeah. I, I need a better backdrop for if it's just going to be me. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to move the freaking table every time and sit no. in the middle. Lord of the Rings, I'll be here. That's special enough. Oh, you'll just, you just come by? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Um, But anyways, yeah, we're, uh, we decided we're going to spoil Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided I'm going to wear my sunglasses at night. And I'm not because I don't want to stretch out your glasses. Those are free. Like you could, Yeah, but do you, they got a PlayStation logo on it. Yeah, whatever. All right. If you want to wear them, you can. No, if, I will. If, if I you just, don't want to wear them, you don't have to. Just, I'm scared I'm going to stretch them out. For what? Uh, I can't wear those. I need prescription. Uh, those yeah. are prescription? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, from I Buy Direct. They're trash, but they're like $70. Nice. And they're polarized. Nice. Possibly not the correct color, but that's okay. Also good. 70 bucks. All righty, so let's spoil Jordan Peele's nope. So first of all, this is not a... Oh, Before whoa, we get into it, whoa, whoa, whoa. what is your your track record with Jordan Peele? Is this your first Jordan Peele movie? This is my first and only one right now. Got it, got it, got it. I saw Get Out, loved it, absolutely adore that movie. Um, and I 
I watched Us, and I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as Get Out, but just a little bit of backstory there. Nice. So, yeah, this is not a horror movie. Not at all. No. Well... It's a hor- it's a thriller. More so of a, yeah, more so a thriller. Yeah, it, I, I I'm starting to see Jordan Peele movies and like his mind, and it's kind of evident in some of the projects he's worked on that it's kind of like the Twilight Zone, where some episodes can be terrifying, and some could be could be just like oh that was a little weird. That's dude Key and Peele. They had those super weird episodes sometimes. Did they? The I don't surreal know. ones. The best one is uh, Key and Peele Family Matters. And Did they do a whole Family Matters episode? No, no, no. It, it's like it's like a short. It's like three minutes long, mm. but you have no idea where it's. Po- I can't. I don't even want to spoil that for you, because mm. and some people don't get it. Which I mean, some people didn't get this, but um, they. It starts out like, oh, okay. They're like acting out this. Oh, oh, whoa. That got really weird at the end. <laughs> like they do that with the Continental Breakfast. That gets super weird. If you watch the correct one, look it up. There's two. The shorter one doesn't make sense. They cut out the ending. Then there's one where, like, they're it just involves aliens. There's one they do with uh, that the pop jump people or whatever they're called. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The, the video game high school people, Rocket mm. Jump. No idea. Uh, but yeah, they they got weird back in the day. So and th- that must have been out of his mind. And I mean, you saw that tweet from 2014, right? Yeah. 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 Just had a dream that a monkey what killed everyone and then hugged me and i woke up crying that's so creepy yeah but and then he he produced twilight zone the remake that didn't really go anywhere but still he you can tell it's kind of rooted yeah in that kind of like psychological horror which i love yeah and so this movie was either about aliens or as people call them cryptids cryptids yeah let me see the exact definition it's like things that are weird things that are on earth already cryptid uh, cryptids are animals that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the wild, but are not believed to exist by mainstream science. So that's like Sasquatch, Chupacabra, yeah, kind of thing. But like, I think even weirder, like almost like a Cthulhu. Uh, I know that's like a god or something. Yeah, Loch, Loch, Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like creepier, like a man bear pig. Yeah, <laughs> like what's what's a uh, that author? Hemingway. No. Uh. The Raven guy. No. Mm. The weird author. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Uh, Lovecraft. Stuff. Lovecraftian stuff. Lovecraftian stuff. I yeah. bet you this cryptozoology, as they call it, uh, just stemmed from the Lovecraft people. Because mm. those Lovecraft people love Lovecraft. <laughs> they do. They yeah. do. Uh, okay. Bloodborne kind of people. So, yeah. Should we, should we decide? We don't need to decide. Do you think this was an alien? We'll talk about the alien. but Yes. I actually do think it was an alien. Um it's kind of evident in how fast it can move, how silent it could move. And that's like what we've been looking at for the longest time. That kind of alien looking thing, whether there's something in it is a different story. And that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. I've never thought of any of these UFO sightings to be anything other than a ship. This was, in my opinion, was really creative being like, that's actually the alien or that's actually the monster. You know, I think that's, that's something that I thought was really cool. Yeah. And uh, did you see this, the trailer that spoiled that? I did not. No, I saw. Did you see it later? No, I saw the trailer that showed what he looked like or what it looked like. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like when it was chasing him, right? Yeah. I did. They see picked the perfect angle where it looked like a UFO. Yeah. And that is what got me into this movie. Did it. So I hate that trailers spoil everything. Mm. So I just figured a new rule. If I'm going to see it, don't watch the trailer. But they've been saying this, like movies that have spoilery trailers do better. And that's because if you're out, you're like, I don't want to watch this. I don't. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele has not appealed to me, even though. It does not yeah. appeal. <laughs> even though I love Key and Peele. That's the funny thing. Like, I love it. Um, this was like, okay, I'm not going to see this movie. Oh, this is like a weird alien movie. I'm in. Mm. Like, like if they, as much as I'm like, ah, oh, I wish that wasn't spoiled. If I wasn't gonna watch it, you know. But it's like, oh, if they're showing a UFO in the trailer and it looks like a, you know, Martians and like mm. green alien UFO, I'm in. That's gonna be wacky. Yeah. So they got me in. But the fast moving, silent, whatever, 
is that not also like it could just be could have been hiding on earth this whole time you know yeah it could have it really could have we don't know but that's kind of not the point i guess so let's let's talk about the characters a little bit how'd you feel about m emerald kiki palmer kiki palmer uh i liked her a lot i liked her a lot um kiki palmer i feel like is kiki palmer like she's a i haven't seen her in a lot but from what i do know her for from like the og decoms i think she was not og but she was like in jump in with Corden blue the guy from high school musical mm. remember that as a kid uh or kiki no not kiki akila and the b that's her that's her yeah she's akila so like stuff like that where it's like i don't really know her that well as an actress but she might just be playing herself. Mm. But the way she's playing herself, I like. And I enjoy. She's very charismatic. Um, I feel like she even somewhat carried the cast. Other than... I, I like Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Um, I like him. He's just, But he played like a very mild-mannered, like very boring kind of person, you know? Yeah. So I actually did not like her. At all? No. And I don't know if this was the point or not or whatever, mm-hmm. but... She was the annoying sister. Yeah, she was. And like the kind of entitled annoying sister who doesn't listen, but and not like doesn't listen to everything. just like is unreasonable and tries and to erratic. do her own thing, you know, and it just like aggravated me. Ah, uh, okay. Especially like the beginning when she's plugging her own stuff, whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, man, it's like too much. Um, Kiki Palmer's cool. The, it was, she was well acted. I just did not. I don't know if the character was meant to annoy me or not. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, sometimes you know. It's like, oh, I hate him. He's such a, like, uh, in the, the guy who sat in Han Solo's seat in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he wasn't a cool bounty hunter. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we were supposed to hate that guy. Because that guy There's was a, a, that it, guy yeah. was a D-bag. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I wasn't a big fan of him. But I was a big fan of Angel. Are you talking about the Fry's guy? Yeah. Yeah, that guy was cool. Angel was great. <laughs> Angel worked at Fry's and he, I just I just want to sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say that the use of Fry's Ooh. electronics was absolutely masterful. Not only was it were they all closing during filming, and you have like these massive warehouses to shoot at, you can use their car, like you can use everything from Fry's, their branding, probably without even permission. It's funny you say that. Uh-huh. Because the Fry's founder was in the movie. Was he really? He So, Jordan Peele... Okay, any cool fun fact I have is from Kimmy. <laughs> I just... I want to I wanna shout out Kimmy. Uh, she loved this movie. Uh, and all these fun facts, she just, like, was all the way, all in. Like, mm-hmm. looking up stuff afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was in the crowd. They wanted to shoot him in the... In Fry's, but he was, like, unavailable or they, because they were closing, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So he was in the crowd at Jupe's thing. So it's one of the brothers, right? Because I think there's three Fry's brothers. Oh. I, and one of them opened up a grocery chain, Fry's Foods. I think they're in Arizona. They're they're the main grocery store over there. They're one of my clients. So how I know this. And the other brother's like, I'm getting into electronics. Mm. And they went through this whole weird thing where they would only pay companies if they would sell stuff. Oh, it's... Uh, it's like... Uh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, it's it's something with inventory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the main reason why they, they died. Oh, because they stopped doing that? No, because they, they didn't want to change. They, in order to compete with the Best Buys and the Targets, they would have to buy everything and then sell it. Yeah. They didn't want to change that. Uh, I'm trying to look it up. It's not consignment, but it kind of is. But um, There's, there's this guy I watch on YouTube called The Company. Oh, no, it, it is consignment inventory. Is it? Yeah, yeah there's another term too but i don't remember there's this guy on youtube i watch he's called the uh, the company man and he just like breaks down the rise and fall of companies and mm-hmm. he just recently did fries yeah so back to angel though working at fries and all that so another fun fact kimmy told me about so uh the guy who auditioned for angel so angel was supposed to be this annoyingly happy-go-lucky character mm-hmm. and the actor was like have you been in an electronics store? Everyone's miserable. Yeah. Everyone who works there hates it. Yeah. And so that's like, he got the role that way. He played it wrong, but they were like, oh, it was good. Yeah. You know, and especially at Fry's. Yeah. Man. And so 
I love that he just like he came to set stuff up, whatever, and he was like, you know, downtrodden, like, you know, they're gonna ask for a review, blah, 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 five stars, you know. But I love how at some point he's like, Okay, do these guys believe in aliens? Like I think I could I think I could like Yeah, you know, people are saying stuff about these UAPs or whatever, and then like he's kind of getting the feel for them and then he's like, I'm gonna help you, you know. Yeah. I wanna catch them too. So and I love that the, the fries was the UFO one. Like the the facade. Oh yeah. You know they're all different. Which one is is that Burbank? Uh I yeah, think that's yeah, Burbank. Yeah. Uh and this is we had the gears. There's also the King Tut one, like the Egyptian one. There's so fries, shout out to fries, dude. Yeah, you guys got big you know, big part of our childhood. Yeah, the hey, the industry one was cool. It in, was inside uh, steampunk. Yeah. It was cool. And I, I remember I, the little dude, theater in there. Oh man. Oh yeah, the theater. I actually ate there once. Just so, to, so did I. Just to say I did. I got yeah. like a club sandwich. It was okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't was bad though. I like the little little food court in there. Yeah. Remember the the futuristic C D listening stations? Oh yeah. Where they were just like they look like hair dryers there on top of us. And they just threw the sound down at us. And cool. then if, if anything had the orange sticker on it, you knew someone returned it and it's broken. Yeah. It's like, Get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely returned a fried power supply once. And that, they took the return. I remember their return policy was garbage. I don't remember if I was the person who fried it or not. Mm. Um, but I mean, if a power supply fries, it's like, come on. Yeah. If yeah, I'm plugging, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they dude, they could have pivoted yeah. to online. They could have. They would have destroyed everyone. Yeah. Because the nerds loved it, dude. Yeah. It's Micro Center took all the nerds. Oh, yeah. Even though they only have one around here. But everyone who works at Micro Center loves to work at Micro Center. Exactly. That's the other thing. So, um, yeah, Angel was a great character. I loved his uh, his little plan at the end with the barbed wire. Like, mm-hmm. it'll spit me out. You know, the him helping the camera guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a cool character. Yeah, he, he ended up being cool. Supposedly, he convinced them to keep him alive for a possible sequel, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is this guy? Was he? He's just some random actor. Wow. And this was like, this like changed his life. Wow. Yeah. The bleached hair was great. Yeah, also, it was perfect. Gotta say, uh, and then there's the the hot Cheeto girl who yeah. was apparently in Euphoria, Barbie. And, yeah, and that that, that was their like asses and seats move. Yeah, for the children, and she like, oh, they must have cut her scenes. It's like there is a theory she was gonna be like with Angel mm-hmm. in the like when they went out there, but it was like too much comic relief. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but she was fine. I mean, yeah, I, I, people wanted her in it more, and I'm like, why? Yeah, she's on Euphoria. Big whoop. Yeah, she's the the girl that uh, Matthew Serrano's girlfriend is like yelling at, right? Yelling at, yeah, yeah. That's what Kimmy said. So, yeah, Angel, good, great. Um, so let's talk about OJ. Your name is OJ, <laughs> <laughs> and OJ at some point, you know, he he has a white Bronco, mm-hmm. and. Um, I never realized that. Yeah, and apparently Jordan Peele just loves O.J. Simpson jokes. <laughs> so that was like the whole thing, you know. Yeah. You know, he's Otis Jr., whatever. So he's a very interesting character. He, he was. Wa- he watches his dad die immediately. Shout out to Keith David, by the way. Keith David. That was the dad. Ooh, I, I know him. Where is he from? Community. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Elroy okay. Potashnik. Got it. Got yeah. it. That was hardcore, man. Seeing those keys, the key just like destroy him and the, and the horse. I don't know. I don't know, man. We might get destroyed by keys pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, I fell out of, pla- out of a plane and the, the people thought the government's covering it up. Or I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's just like the government's not going to be like or whoever's investigating. Ah, uh, it was aliens, you know? Yeah. Uh, Giorgio Tsoukalos isn't the one uh, investigating. Yeah. Um, which they actually brought him up in a way because he's ancient aliens. He's the the guy, right? Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the crazier. Is it possible that the ancient astronauts <laughs> were actually aliens? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. So. But as a character overall, I I enjoy him as an actor. I think he's like phenomenal. In Get Out, he was just like next level. And in this, he, like I said, he played a very reserved character, but he played that reserved character very well. Yeah. And w- when you see like little glimpses of him coming out of his shell, it's really cool. 
when him and Kiki Palmer do the whole handshake thing. That was beautiful. I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Because you know you, like, even somebody who's shy, they'll do that. Yeah. And so I thought I thought that was that was a good addition to the movie. Yeah, and I, what is funny is even from the beginning, he, I, and we don't know if this was because his dad died and he's just still, you know, mm-hmm. trauma and whatever. He didn't really look people in the eye. And that's like yeah. the whole thing in the movie. Like, don't don't look him in the eye, right? And yeah. he was, you know, just very, like, reserved, always looking down. I never noticed that. That's really cool. Yeah. And even, like, during the shoot, yeah. you know, he's just like, you know. That's I'm, why he I'm was. from Haywood. He was the best person to take on. Yeah. On the alien. That's, like, his whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And speaking of looking people in the eye, let's uh let's get right into the, the Gordy scene. So, I love this scene. I think it's probably the strongest in the movie. It's so, it's crazy. Yeah. The colors, the composition, the, you know, the, the, the time it was set in looked perfect. The, the idea of us, I mean, I think it's the whole overarching theme of the whole thing, but us using animals as just a form of entertainment and us not getting any, like, backlash from it until it actually happens. Well, it did happen. Yeah, in in this. No, and in real life, not on a show. But there was was it Travis the Chimp? Was that his name? Something some, like this. Some lady uh, owned a monkey and treated him like her son. Taught him to drive and all that kind of stuff. Oh, treated him like a child, whatever. Uh-huh. He was sick one day and on meds, and he lost it and ripped her face off. Yikes! And she wore a hat with a veil on it. Just like the character did. And the first time she took off the veil was on Oprah for the Oprah shot. And they kept referencing, we got Oprah. We got uh, the Oprah shot. Yeah. We we got two things. We got the veil hat, which is the direct reference. Mm-hmm. And we got the fact that Jupe didn't look, uh, little Jupe didn't look Gordy in the eyes because he had that tablecloth veil in front of him. So Gordy couldn't Man, see. Man, dude, this is getting real deep. So Gordy couldn't see mm-hmm. the uh, his Jupe's eyes, and so this led Jupe to kind of think like, "I have power over the animals. I have power over nature." Like that's I'm, why you're wanted, blowing my mind right that's now. That's why dude, I'm not gonna I, lie. I'm not coming up with any of this. Everyone, <laughs> we're just talking. I, like I heard all this, talked with Kimmy, saw stuff online, whatever. So his whole thing was, I'm going to, f- this guy just murdered my cast mates. I'm about to fist bump him. Like he stopped, I stopped him. Yeah. And he didn't, he just, he got lucky. Right. Uh, it was a bad miracle. Yeah. Well. Or a miracle. Yeah. So the shoe. It, uh, the theory is the whole thing about the shoe is people who go through trauma. This is another thing. The other theme of this movie is like trauma. Yeah. People who go through trauma always focus on the wrong thing. That's why they never, not never, but it's very hard to deal with your trauma. You got to go to therapy and you, it's like, oh no, it was this, you know, and I saw this and whatever. It's like, no, you, you got to get to the root of the problem. But it's like, that's what trauma does to you. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. His whole thing is like, he saw his whole cast members die, whatever. And he, he just, focuses on oh well the shoe was standing up it's impossible and so he had to have the shoe but it's like the shoe is unimportant dude like everyone's dead with everything going around yeah Yeah. wow so shout out to steven yoon by the way we didn't get into him that much yeah he's well we're we're talking about him now but before that i just want to say the the applause signs bravo the flashing applause just was great i love it so yeah steven yoon was great he yeah so the the fist bump made him think like i'm Animal Wrangler, I'm going to tame this beast, the Mm -hmm. alien, right? Now, other thing about trauma. You remember all these weird things, and they're a deep part of you, even though you hate it. His aliens that he sold, the little plushies, and his kids' masks Mm -hmm. look like Panavision cameras. You know what I'm talking about? That, like, it, it, yeah, it has that, that shape, like three circles. The, let's see. The, it's the white with the black dots in it. Uh, these cameras were on the set. You can actually see it. Huh. 
Uh, yeah, they see. do. Let's see. Um, it's been long enough. Gordy scene. Nope. Nope. Okay. Let me just. That Panavision thing's really, really interesting. Yeah. Because they have the little beady eyes. Yeah, the, the aliens look just like the cameras. Oh, come on. I've found this before, but like it's in my messages with Kimmy and I'm never going to find it again. You know how that goes. But yeah, he just focused on all these, all these things that are just unimportant. Yeah. And it just affected his life immensely, I guess. Hold on. So yeah, his, his character was great, man. He was awesome, dude. Like the washed up uh, child actor that is just trying to consistently relive his childhood or trying to exploit it. Yeah. Like he had, you know, his little, his back little museum. Room. He's like, Oh, somebody paid 50 grand to stay here for the night. It was great. <laughs> you know? And what I noticed too, about that, that whole scene, mm-hmm. you know how they're asking about like what happened, whatever. And he goes, Oh, I can't do it better than SNL or whatever. Like yeah. part of that is commentary on SNL and how like it's, you know, they're, they immediately after they just like start making fun of it and whatever. And like people died. That's some commentary. But on the other hand, he didn't actually explain what happened Yeah, at all. He was just like, oh, you know, they did this and then they laughed and like, you remember him, right? Like, and they don't, he doesn't describe the scene. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So th- I thought that was interesting too. But what I loved in his, in his office, foreshadowing, Sukasa is Mikasa. Uh, your house is my house yeah like, i'm gonna get it and the yeah. other thing was cool that was cool was like oh let's uh, discuss the that i'm gonna buy back the horses and he's like uh-huh yeah we'll get we'll talk about that the horses are being eaten yeah he's feeding them to the alien every friday mm. yeah and that's why you know the show and all that the alien was ready and jupe was a really interesting character he I, was we almost didn't get enough of we him, didn't like, i don't think we did but like, what else could he have brought yeah, to the The table? original cut was like four hours long. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Man. There's a whole thing cut. It's in the trailer. There's someone walking out of the studio smiling. And apparently, he was like obsessed with the little girl. And he was going to go kill her on the set. And the theory, like, he may have been the person who shot Gordy and then came out like a hero. But they cut Wait, that. Wait, who? They're in the trailer, there's just like this this like large creepy looking man yeah and everyone's running away from the studio and he's running away he's just walking away and he's smiling but who's the creepy man he's not in the movie oh they cut oh. him completely oh but he's in the trailer yeah so uh, there was gonna be this other storyline i don't know if he was gonna be obsessed with the little girl or he yeah. was mad that gordy was being mistreated but he was gonna like, go shoot up the studio mm. and then all this happened and he just like i'm out and he could have been the hero if he's the one who shot gordy right, right, right. we don't know whatever i'd love to see that cut I'd However, that. that is such a distraction from the storyline. It's yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. But yeah, Jupe was funny when, you know, he he shows up trying to get the horse. And he's, he's like, like, hey! hey. <laughs> Thumbs up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, he's an awesome actor, man. Like, I, I, I love him. Minari was, like, so good with him. I've only seen him in Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, I still call him Glenn, dude. He's Glenn to me, you know. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of of some inside baseball hero for the tram fam. So as you guys may know, I've, there's a whole inflatable section here. Then we'll, I'll wait for that. Okay. I'll wait for that. Uh, you want to put let me, where's your inflatable? I'm going to put the term inside baseball, inside baseball. Let's go. And we'll uh, remember later. You listen to sacred symbols. Don't you? I do. They say inside baseball all the time. It's because kind of funny. What's it all the time? Uh, did you hear the, no, we'll get, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Love you. So the, the aliens in the barn, the, it was, it how'd was, you feel about this? It was not only like a, not deterrent, like a gotcha kind of moment. Fake out. Fake out for OJ and for, for Kiki Palmer's character and everything. It was a fake out for the audience in the trailer and in the movie. I didn't see it in the trailer. I saw it. I saw the section where you can see the alien's head, like a portion of it, coming from around the corner. Dude, when I saw that in the theater, I was like, oh, no freaking way. Dude, I, it was scary. I thought those aliens, honestly, the design of them was great. Yeah. I thought if they would have just went with that, I'm like, cool. 
That was scary, dude. Yeah. I was like, this early in the movie? But, yeah. you know, it's a total fake out. However, dude, did you... I thought he was going to shoot them. Me too. Like, straight up pull out a gun. Me too. But there's two things. One, there are no guns in this movie. So part, I wonder if you, you just shoot the alien and it's just dead, you know? There's no guns in the movie? There's no guns in the movie. Huh. Did you notice that? No. That's interesting. And two, you think he's going to pull out a gun and save the day and whatever? But what does everyone do these days? Pull out your phone and start recording. Yeah. He thought he was going to freaking die. And he's like, got to get the shot. Because the whole movie about getting the shot. And we'll get back to getting the shot. But yeah. But that, was a, that was a good fake out. It was. Very suspenseful. It was. Like, I was like edge of my seat. That was that was the scariest part of the movie. What's funny, though, is like throughout the movie, Kimmy kept like trying to check my heartbeat. And I'm like, I'm not scared. Like, <laughs> like I'm having a great time. And I'm not like fearless. I don't watch yeah. horror movies. But I'm just like, it's not scary. Yeah, And in the end, she was kind of like, this isn't really a horror film. Like, people hyped it up in such a way, and it's like, uh, don't hype it up the wrong way. I, to tell you the truth, I don't think really any of his movies are traditional horror. Yeah, but this wasn't... This was the farthest from, yeah. from though. So, let's... Okay. Now, that scene included, every single scene was filmed during the day. Was it really? The whole movie was filmed during the day. That's so interesting. I call it like a day for night type of deal. And so in the past, you'd film the daytime, you'd change the exposure, and then put a blue filter over everything. Mm -hmm. With this, they did some, uh, they bought an old 3D camera rig, because you can put two cameras on it, and it has the offset setting. So you have the two eyes. They set that to zero. So there's no offset. They're filming the same thing. And then one's like vertical and whatever. So they had a Panavision camera. And this old, it's called an Alexa camera, but not like... Not like Amazon. Yeah, not like Alexa start recording, you know. Um, and that was an infrared camera. Hmm. So they got all the light info. Hmm. And then they did and they did some extra stuff that they wouldn't reveal. Uh, Jeez. So this, the, the cinematographer science, did some of this before on 35 millimeter. Yeah. Problem with this is all 65 IMAX. Oof. The whole Oof. film, yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to reveal everything, but yeah, we, we did it all on post. It's all at night. And the reason for that is, one, I mean, the the uh, complexion of the actors is very hard to mm. film that at night. It's like they, it's a disservice to them often, right? Uh, and two, we need to film a nighttime scene. And uh, there's about five miles of land in the camera you can't light that you can't light it and so dude you notice all the clouds and everything look crazy yeah it's all daytime wow dude they literally created like a new form of cinematography yeah yeah it's it's the the uh the end goal is the same not like the the result like this is way better but uh the the method is a new thing like with the two cameras and whatever and I just like to say this movie looked crisp. It was beautiful. When you film in broad daylight, man. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And you're able to get the whole, you're able to get everything. Everything's lit, yeah. And it's as if it's lit by, you just say it's the moon, but it's yeah. the sun. And you get like this wonderful lighting. You don't have to bump anything up. Wow. Because you, you've noticed, I'm sure, dark TV shows or whatever, you see the graininess. Yeah. They can't help it. They're just yeah. like, you we had to, to boost it. Boom, bump up the ISO. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. So I Man, the more we talk about this, the more I'm liking this movie. <laughs> oh, I might go back and re-review it. Yeah, whole thing filmed during the day. So speaking of clouds though, man. Have you noticed that cloud hasn't moved? I was like, whoa. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. That, that was cool. That was a nice like turning point. Yeah, that movie. was where it got like, that's eerie. Yeah. You know? And I like that at some point the cinematographer notices. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that cloud hasn't moved, <laughs> and like they talked to him about it. Mm. He was a very interesting character. Yeah, he was. He was. He was odd. The purple people eater man. Yeah, that was great. But there's a. I do you think he sacrificed himself in the end because he was sick? Because he was taking pills and stuff. Like you know, he was yeah, dying I th- anyway. I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, that's. I mean, even Angel was like, "What are you doing? Got to get the shot. Got to get the shot." Yeah, and I think it's also commentary on like art overtaking somebody's whole life 
it's like hubris too. It's like yeah, yeah. I'm I am the art. Like exactly. I am the 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 genius. Like, and you you get to the point where you'll become a martyr for the art. Yeah, and you know it it kind of was related to his whole like. You can't get that shot, man. There's no coming back. Mm-hmm. Like on Seinfeld, once you ride first class, you can't. You can't go back. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe something like that too. But he was just cool. There wasn't too much with him. That's when like you realize like, oh, there's like a whole other plot here. Yeah. 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 But let's talk about Jean Jacket. I don't like. The name? You know, I'm okay with the name. I don't like that people call him JJ because I, if you're talking about a movie and say, oh, JJ did this, it's JJ Abrams. Yeah. J.J. Abrams has that first. Yeah. So, Jean Jacket. He is... It is an organism. It is not a ship. Like I said, genius. That that idea to me was absolutely Dude, genius. Dude, when you see him flying through the clouds at the beginning, yeah. like when uh, O.J. just like sees him, I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is sick. And it was so smooth and silent. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just so neat. So, you... Here are the screams. Mm-hmm. So I think there, there's theories, and I agree with them. So he eats the the metal horse because he thinks it's a real horse, mm-hmm. right? And it chokes him a little bit. And you, you see later he's traumatized by it, more trauma. But you hear the screams because he's choking and can't munch on the people. Because some people thought they are being digested. But then you notice at the part where they stop screaming... It's there's like a crunch and they they immediately stop screaming. Yeah. So if they were being digested, um, that would be like the screams would die out slowly. But right, because they, right. they he spit out the thing and then you just it stops because they were just in there suffering. That's, that's scary. Claustrophobia, dude. That's scary, man. Yeah. And then you like you start thinking like if these UFOs are, um, you know, I'm sure there is there is life out there. I'm sure there is. But if the UFOs that are being sighted like this and people are being abducted, are they being just abducted as food like this thing? Oh, yeah. No probes in the butt. Yeah. No, none none of the science stuff. It's just they need to survive. It brings this whole other level of like fear to aliens. Dude, think of what animals think of us when we pick up their friends and eat them. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe a little of that, too. But dude, that blood rain. (laughs) That was that was creepy. That was cool. Did, did he do it on purpose to taunt them? Like, he was like, I know you're in there. I'm going to dump blood on your house. I think so. I, I, I think Gene Jacket was an intelligent being. Mm. He's very intelligent. I don't think it was, it's like your typical, like, dog or any kind of animal. It but, had a heightened sense of intelligence. But then you, like... Or maybe just instant. Dogs and whatever are intelligent. Like, is that the commentary, too? It's like, it's oh, he's just trying to eat, whatever. It's like, no, he's... He's a thing, yeah. just like we are, you know? Yeah. So, you know, during that part, we get sunglasses at night. Mm-hmm. That was a good song. Which good song dude, choice. There aren't that many songs that are like this, but I heard, like, the first three notes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good song, It dude. is. I, like, started yeah. bobbing my head, and Kimmy's like, what's that? I'm like, it's sunglasses at night. <laughs> Which is funny, because, like, so we find out at some point, oh, kind of at that point, you can't look at him. You can't look at Jean Jacket. That's what gets him to come after you. But the song Sunglasses at Night is about wearing sunglasses, which during the day block out the sun. But at night, you can't see out of sunglasses. Yeah. But the song is about someone wearing sunglasses at night, and it'll help them see. So, like, you're not looking at the thing. But that helps you. It's like uh, if you're, you being blocked helps you not get eaten, yeah. you know, or whatever. But then I love this is on Spotify and it's probably going to play in. I don't know about maybe the promo will be regular sunglasses at night and the post. You know, I put up the post in the story that'll have the the slowdown version. Yeah. We'll see. But the, It's on uh, Spotify. Spotify has a whole soundtrack. You know how at some point it's it stops but then it's slow, right? Was Jean Jacket trying to lure them out, like trying to let some of the electricity go through? But yeah, he, he I can't, thought the same thing. He blocks it himself, like, like not on purpose. But he's he trying to like he not knows, block it. I think he knows when 
he was doing that to electricity. Yeah. And he was probably like, ah, okay, I'm going to try not to block it. Maybe they'll come out. They'll yeah. think I'm gone, right? And he did kind of peek out. He and did. then he saw him, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was great with the, when he looks up and he's there, and he's like, nope. <laughs> and he closed it. <laughs> they they did uh, a few times. They did yeah. the nope And then I like times. how he looks again and he just locks the door. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did you hear some people thought nope was not of planet Earth? And Jordan Peele was like, no, it's just nope. Like, that's <laughs> just what you feel when yeah. this happens. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to every single Jordan Peele movie has one song. One very memorable song. You got Get Out has Redbone. Uh, Us had, I got five on it. And now we have sunglasses that night. And not more than one, not, he. no matter what, we'll put one good song. And a great selection he made on this one. Oh, sure. yeah. And the, dude, that slowed down version, yeah. so creepy. Yeah. But also good. Mm-hmm. But then I, I kind of I want to give a shout out the uh, the final chase mm-hmm. that music that plays that ki- sounds kind of like Lone Ranger and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's cool, dude. For, first of all, at some point it starts sounding sounding like video game boss music, mm-hmm. like it's like ramping up or whatever. I'm sure that there was some intention there. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I don't know who this composer is, but like, dude, composers these days, especially like the younger ones, they. They play video games. Oh, for sure, yeah, dude, for sure. But I just like, dude, while it's going, it's like, and I'm like bobbing my head, and yeah. Jimmy's like going with me, and then it's like, <laughs> like crescendos. I'm like, yeah, this is great, like old school cowboy movie. What, what what was with the around that same part of the movie that TMZ guy? That was more of the like, he showed up to film this, right? Yeah. So everything's about like how we're obsessed with filming everything, right? So he shows up, and they're like. Dude, go away. Like, this is dangerous. Like, no, no, no. Like, what do you want to say? And he keeps telling her, like, wait, you don't want to be on TMZ? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, get out of here. And he's like, no, no, you could be famous. And she's like, I don't care. Like, his whole thing is like, don't you want to be on camera and be famous? And then he runs away, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, OJ's trying to help him. And the guy's like, take a picture first to show, like, him wiped out on the mm-hmm. bike. And OJ's like, no, we got to go. And he's like, Aren't you going to get a picture first? Like, come on. And then. Jean Jacket comes, he's like, sorry, dude. Yeah. And he leaves. And he's got the mirror helmet, too. Yeah, I think that just had to do with, like, just getting the shot, filming it a little more. I love the aesthetic on him. Just, the like, the mirror helmet all black. It was a little tri- uh, fake out for us, too, I think. You think so? Yeah. And I wonder if, like... You think it was supposed to be somebody else? No, no. I wonder if the uh, mirror helmet helps you not get hot. Mm. It's probably illegal because yeah. it's you know, blind people. But, I, yeah, I wonder. Um mm. I'm not sure exactly, but yeah, it, that was that was a cool little thing, uh, him showing up and, yeah. and just getting eaten. I like the electric bike thing too, and just what happens when your electric bike loses electricity? Boop, just flips over. That happened to my cousin on an electric bike. Oh, it doesn't just slow down. Uh, I don't know what happened to him exactly. I just know he was driving an electric bike, and he flipped. Oh, yeah, pretty bad, and broke his like. No, it wasn't. Uh, I thought the electricity just stopped. Yeah, but you would just slow down. But I think maybe it engaged the brakes or something because they said it's going to hit the EM field. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, But that was that was cool. Yeah. So. I'm just going to make sure. Okay, their little plan. I love that they. So at first I thought uh, M was sewing eyes onto the the squiggly men but she was just making um what was the horse's name ghost no lucky lucky making his mask yeah so i love how they use all those things to see where jean jacket is because the electricity goes out mm. that was just like a genius thing when I yeah realized i didn't when we first saw the trailer i'm like why are there so many yeah. fly guys you know in this thing and sure enough he gets closer to it they turn off Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So that, that that was really smart. Yeah. Really smart. The, and Gene, I think, posted a picture. The theater he was at, I don't know if it was on purpose. One of them wasn't on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's and cool. Kimmy was like, nope. Because wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another picture. Was, she showed me. The three of them were up. I'm like, no, look at this one. And like that looked way creepier. You know they asked me to make those? Oh, really? The ones for the movie theater because... Oh, for the movie theater. My other client... That's what he does. He does movie theater posters, mm. like like standees. He does them all. And he calls me and he's like, hey, can you guys make these for me? And I'm like, yeah. Or you can go to the other guys and buy them for like 50 bucks. And he's like, 
Good idea. Talk to you later. <laughs> like the people who just make those. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. They're called. Uh, you said Fly Guys, but they're not called that. They're air dancers. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, when those first were a thing, yeah. such a big deal. Yeah. Every storage place. Wacky, wavy, flailing, inflatable tube mitt. Yeah. So, Jean Jacket's final form. Some people think this is a be not afraid type angel. What you know, is like that? The, the, the biblically accurate angel type deal. Oh, okay. Which I just, I just want to tell people. The only time I, I'm pretty sure the whole like, oh, and the angel was covered with eyes and people were terrified and blah, blah, blah. That's like in Revelations. The other times it's like, hey, by the way, I'm an angel. Oh, I thought you were a dude. <laughs> you know? Because like, yeah. people go, be not afraid. But like, that's also kind of like, God sent me, don't be afraid. You know, yeah. not like, oh, I look like that. Because people would have been screaming, like, and, and in Revelations, there's so many, like, outlandish. Not outlandish, I should say, but, like, like crazy things going yeah, on. Yeah, it was, like, a, it was basically visions in my mind. Um, it was, like, visions, but written in a way that people would understand back then. Right, so right, right. The, the people who would have read Revelations at that time apocalyptic uh writing was their superhero movies <laughs> like you can explain anything to anyone now by making a superhero movie yeah. right back then it was apocalypse they're like <laughs> angel with eyes all over okay i, I understand right. i get it yeah like you got I, i'm listening you know like for other people oh so he's got a cape i'm in you know for some people aliens whatever but anyways i still kind of see that because you also have the Bible verse, right? Nahum chapter 3, verse 6. And I will cast abominable filth on thee and make thee vile and will set thee as a spectacle. That was in the beginning. Was it? Yeah. Was it like in just black screen? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like all, all these terrible things are happening and it's all for the spectacle. You know? Right. And I thought that was cool. But the final form, dude. It, tell me it didn't look like like a Final Fantasy boss. Yeah. That's what it really reminded me of. Like, yeah, it looked, you know, a little like, like pe- a secret boss. People were really freaked out by it, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool too. Yeah, it was kind of, and it was like a peacock showing its feathers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm huge. Yeah, but then I'm like, where do all the people go? Because his eye or mouth or whatever was the square thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it just was like tarps. So I don't know. Uh, digested digested like where does our food go yeah, i guess we know where our food goes though <laughs> yeah so but i did think it was very cool very yeah angel looking mm-hmm. the fabric it was like dude apparently the studio wanted that in one of the trailers and you know directors and stuff can't really decide what's in the trailer but jordan people was like no way do not no yeah, that's, that's way too much dude that would have ruined it yeah because that was so like oh my god like i didn't expect that right yeah and that was really cool at the end so, yeah, Jean Jacket was very cool. The, the, the giant mouth in the middle, the screaming people, the iconic flags sticking out, uh, did not like inorganic things. Because after he digested, he would spit out everything that wasn't organic. Right, right, right. You know, the keys, the coins, the whatever. Uh, the blood, I don't know. Um, I think that was just messing with people or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, but like I said, I love the idea of a ship looking monster <laughs> yeah so there were some uh easter eggs or some references so of course <laughs> the my leo pointing at the screen moment the akira slide yeah dude when i saw that i was like oh <laughs> there it and is I, at that time i had not seen akira <laughs> yeah and i but everyone knows what that is yeah and like kimmy knew what it was and she was like oh my god and she was like jordan peele loves akira you know really I and, had no idea. And Warner Brothers that has owned the rights for like 20 years to make the live action. And Leo DiCaprio was producing it. Asked him to do it. And he goes, I'm not. Yeah. Well, he first of all, he said, like, you know, I want to do new things or whatever. And I'm like, didn't you produce Twilight? But uh, Twilight, uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. But he probably doesn't want to ruin it, dude. You and, know, I, uh, didn't Taika get it? He got Akira and then it got canceled. Dude, my whole thing is like, oh, good. Good. Yeah. But I... I was bidding on stuff for the movie. Oh, that's how in depth, like in production, like they, they were ready to do sets and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I was. They asked me to make like a bear, like a stuffed animal, but with real fur. Not real fur, but like 
faux fur like, with like carpet to make it look like an actual oh like whoa. like like teddy bear but they canceled she called me and was like oh we're done they they gave us the dude that movie should be made by japanese people straight up straight up I, look i know it gets weird with some of that stuff like oh this actor should be this and whatever and we should only but like that movie is Japanese. But the hard the thing, Japanese culture, Tokyo, all that. But it, there are like hardly any any good Japanese live action anime remakes. They make them all the time. Attack on Titan has them. Death Note has like three. Uh, they, but at that point, yeah, there isn't really much of a Japanese movie industry. Right? But at that no. point, should it just be anime CGI? Like Final Fantasy Kingsglaive level, like. Mm. Like Avatar level CGI. Dude, James Cameron. No, he messed up that other one. Alita? Alita. I, Alita was good. I like. Was it? Yeah. He wants to do it, Kira. James he, Cameron he, wants to do it. Yeah, but he would make it look stupid. And he's committed essentially till he dies. <laughs> yeah, but Avatar. I, if anything, they should do so, I, like I, live uh, CGI live action looking. I do know Leo DiCaprio really wants to do it, though. He should. I'd stay I don't far, know why. Stay away. Yeah, I don't know why. Not not acting in it. I yeah, mean, he, but he what's he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the connection. There. I don't know what anime expertise Leo DiCaprio is going to bring to yeah. the table. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I don't see it. Um, but yeah. I think this might have been one of the first times it's been replicated in live action. Yeah, there was some other one, but they said it it wasn't an Akira slide. It was mm -hmm. a slide that was like it was a reference to it. But it was not this slide. He, like, kind of turned around and something. Yeah, this is, like, was framed specifically for her to slide. And out of all people to do it, Kiki Palmer. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, and it's like, it, people were like, oh, but it was covered in dust. It's like, because that's impossible. You can't yeah. actually do one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll just flip. <laughs> it, it, it just You can't slide like that. Yeah. Straight. That's the thing. You would spin. This just slides straight. But... I don't they even know it. how they did it. Uh, Dude, they just probably put her on a rig and slid it on the dirt mm. and then put dirt all over it. Like yeah. they, There was a cut at some point. Because mm -hmm. the Akira slide is a cut into that frame and then the bike comes into it, right? Yeah. So it's not hard. It's just like, I mean, it is, but it's there's no point to it. It's a flex. Yeah. But it was a great flex. Uh, what's his name again? I always forget his name. Kanida, Kanida, Kanida. 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 Uh, he is... Aesthetically, I know this isn't an Akira podcast, but aesthetically, he's just so cool looking. So cool looking, man. But he that, also has the very dorky face. He does. That but, probably makes people feel like I can be him. But everything around him is so cool. The jacket, dude. The jacket. The pill jacket. The pill jacket. Capsule. capsule. Yeah, the capsule. Capsule. Capsule jacket, the dude, cannon and citizen stickers. Have you seen Drive? No. Ryan Gosling? Dude, his jacket, I guarantee you, is inspired by Akira. Except his as a scorpion. Mm. But... Yeah. Anyways, love yeah. Akira. Speaking of, uh, apparently there was like a lot of like love letter to the crew thing. Mm. So at the end, OJ's wearing an orange crew sweater. Ah. Like it says crew on it. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a stretch, but it was like M is in green and her name is Emerald. But like, and OJ's in orange and it's like the whole green screen with the orange X's and whatever. Oh, okay. like very like movie reference. Um, but the biggest thing. The movie starts and ends with the shot of a black man on a horse. Yeah. So it opens with the the first ever moving picture, and it ends with OJ standing or it's on uh, Lucky. So cool. Like in that pose, yeah. And it's very cool. Yeah, and I also, dude, I wonder if it's like, you know, first movie, black man on a horse, first live action Akira slide, black woman on a motorcycle. I don't there know. it is. No, yeah, that's why I'm wearing sure. orange today. Uh, it's as orange as I could get, and that's why I'm wearing green. Yeah, kind exactly. of, <laughs> totally. Why? So, yeah, there were. I think I missed a reference that Kimmy sent. I'm very sorry, but yeah, there we already mentioned the fry guys. Oh, right, there was um, the Jupes employees in the stands mm -hmm. were dressed like Gordy, yellow and red. Were they really? Yeah. Okay. So speaking of that. We're going into my inside baseball now. Okay. So so you made the, the inflatable. Yes, I made the Gordy inflatable. No, no Jupe. I Jupe, Jupe. Sorry. Sorry, Gordy's the monkey. What am I saying? Um, two years ago or so. That was two years ago? About two years ago or so. 
we get a call from what they called Salt Snake. Uh, and we were like, cool, yeah, we'll quote it out, whatever you want. Um, and then they ended up changing the bill to, to, oh my God, what was it? Monkey Paw? No, no, it wasn't Monkey Paw. They were in on it, like the company was in on it, but it was UJPP. Mm-hmm. They said, put the company name as UJPP. Me and my sales guy were like, what the heck is that? And I think we've determined it means Universal Jordan Peele Productions. Mm. Yeah, because it's a Universal movie, so that might have been like their LLC that they combined with the Universal company and Jordan and Monkey. It Pop. could also just be a DBA. It like could. You be. don't really need it. It's just yeah. a bank account. But when they initially approached us, I can't show to the camera because we're under NDA. But this is what they wanted us to do. Ah, yeah. It looks like Jupe as the kid, uh-huh. but as Woody. Got it. They were really like leaning into this Woody look. I don't know why. And you can kind of see right there, his salt snake. And, but yeah, little jupe balloon is what they called it. Mm. Um, gave us dimensions and how we were going to do it and everything. And we went back and forth and saying like, oh, you know, this is not going to look good. This is, this would look better. And we ended up on the design that was finalized in the movie. Nice. I had no idea the level of involvement the inflatable is going to be. We've been in a bunch of movies in the past. The Grinch was a big one with the bag that Jim Carrey lifts up over his head and that's in in the uh the sleigh uh small soldiers was the first one i remember as a kid oh yeah with the gorgonites we made like 40 foot inflatables for them that are like in three seconds of the movie there's a monkey bone with brendan frazier there's like a 40 foot monkey that we made in there deadpool 2 i can go on and on but it's never been to this level of involvement yeah, because you think it's just like, oh, he's standing there, it's yeah. cool, whatever. And the whole time, I'm, I'm doing the whole Leo thing with Brandy. Like, ah, there it is. You know, the fleet was so cool in the background or whatever. Yeah, and that's what all I thought it was. Me too. Which is still huge. Me too. Great. And then. And, and then, after she does the Akira slide, she runs over, and I notice my stakes and my ropes with the flags. Oh, it was like the legit same ones. Same ones. Yeah. Same ones. And she unties it, and I'm like, no, she's not. No, she's not. Because a few months ago, maybe closer to a year ago, my guys were at Universal Studios. Uh They went like four or five times. And they kept telling us that they had the inflatable up on a crane. And they were lifting it. And I think they were lifting in front of that big blue screen. Oh, you thought they were lifting it to hold them up. Well, they were lifting it to hold it up too, right? Yeah, that too. But that was in Agua Dulce in Palm Springs. So we went back, but to Universal Studios. And I was like, maybe it's like a promotional thing. Come to find out, this guy went all the way up into the sky. I mean, green screen, of course. Yeah. And, like, was the reason Gene Jacket got defeated. He was the tool in this whole thing. Like, uh, Yeah, he was looking directly in Gene Jacket's eyes. Yeah. Look, you know, it's the, he probably thought it was a, another organism because mm-hmm. it didn't look like... Well, yeah, he didn't know what a balloon was. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah and, but he thought it was probably another human. Yeah. And then was like, oh, I'm going to eat this thing. Mm-hmm. And then exploded. Yeah. I mean, you saved the day, right? I, I guess so. I guess I, dude, I, I had no idea. I was like, literally when we were watching, I was like shaking. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> like there, cause I was there throughout the whole involvement process. It wasn't my deal, but on big things like that, I'm always like really involved. So, um, we're like, listen, sales guy, you get the money, but like, but we got to make sure this goes right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the only thing we knew going into this was that it was for a Jordan Peele movie. And I think we might have seen the poster, but that was it. We had no idea, like, what the movie was about. I started speculating that it was Steven Yeun's character after the first trailer Mm -hmm. because it showed him in the suit and the the, the hat. And I was like, it has to be him. Like, it even kind of even looks a little bit like him. Um, But we ended up making two for them, for the movie. So they might have destroyed one. And I like, I guess maybe when it went into Jean Jacket, like they maybe. actually like ripped it up and stuff to make it seem a little more real. Hmm. Um, I don't know what they did with the second one, but the thing is, though, let's let's just ruin this for a second. That thing can't float. Huh. No, it's not a not a helium balloon. Oh, well, he was pulling him up, though. Was he? I mean, Jean Jacket does the whole like I'm sucking you into the earth kind of thing. So maybe maybe, but yeah. and it's windy. Yeah, they but they definitely because I think it blow away, right? It can, yeah, it can. Um, but 
the it would be deflated as it was being blown away because the blower can't go with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it can, I guess, but can the that power can't stay inflated for one day without power. Yeah, no, no, that it's coming down within like ten minutes. Oh, okay, if that, if that, mm. um, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean that when it comes to anything big like that, you're other than for the Macy's Day Parade, you don't see helium balloons that big. Mm. There and is sealed balloons. Yeah. There's probably like three or four people in the world that make them. And one of them is Macy's. They have their own individual department that does That's it. so funny. Yeah. But we get calls all the time, dude. Like, oh, can you make this into a, a balloon? Like, yeah, sure. You know, there's going to be an internal blower. There's going to be an external blower. And they're like, blower. We want it to float. I'm like, eh, it doesn't really work like that. I mean, you can, but you have to get a very specific material that only one company makes. Uh, yeah, it's a very so your Spider Man had a blower and he was on trusses, right? Yeah, he was being lifted with trusses. We also had like a seventy foot seven up can, uh-huh. um, seventy feet. Yeah, huge dude, and it was for a seven up commercial in the nineties, and they made it seem like the it popped open like a can, and all the air blew out, and they made it look like a Macy's Day Parade balloon, but all they did was put it on a crane and walked it down the street with ropes hanging down. And they CGI'd out, out the uh, the crane, so that's what you what you're gonna see ninety nine percent of the time. Right. They're never floating; they just pretend like they're floating. So, also helium is super expensive, ridiculously expensive. And whenever I tell anybody that, they 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 usually get deterred by that alone. Like Macy's Day Parade is probably spending like hundreds of thousands and of dollars depleting the world's helium, which is very limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on filling those balloons up, and. It's kind of interesting because each one of those balloons is multiple balloons in one. They're all chambered. All like like Spider-Man as an example, all his arms are individually chambered, his head, his torso has like four chambers in it because otherwise having that amount of helium be sustained is just really hard. And it's it literally becomes chemistry figuring out the balance between air and helium in there because you have to pump pump regular air in there also. Mm. It's not just helium. I don't know why or what, but it's from my understanding. I've never done it, but that's from my understanding. Healing, it, it's the whole thing just needs to be lighter than air. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But right. it was cool. It was really neat. Really neat thing to see. And now you can see it on the tram tour. Okay, strike that from the record. I don't know what I'm talking about. With what? What I said about the helium light. Helium is lighter than air. So just, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, and it's it's on the Universal Tram Tour for many years, apparently. Permanently. And you Permanently. saw it. I did. I went this past weekend and saw it. We could talk about that. Well, we we already talked about that in the episode of Tram that we have not recorded yet. <laughs> and it is 7.55. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, the point of the movie is animal cruelty. Yeah. And this, you know, goes back to that Travis the Chimp attack. Treat an animal with human rules. And they'll still act like animals. You need, as OJ said, mm. to learn their rules because everyone's got to eat. Yeah. So they learn the whole don't look them in the eye thing because most animals and predators, they don't like that. Like in the in the zoo. That's how you make animal, like gorillas mad. You look at them in the yeah. eyes, yeah. And also uh, the whole thing with chimps. Don't be cruel to them, obviously, but chimps literally rip faces off and think it's funny <laughs> they're insane yeah you can't especially something that smart you can't keep it as a pet yeah and then it goes into like our rodeos ethical and all that kind of stuff it's like eh, i don't know was it in the movie where they were showing the pattern of the chimp or was that in real life huh? like the number pattern i think i saw this video i didn't see it oh there was a video of a chimp where he would memorize oh the that's not in the movie. That's not in the movie. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Where there's a certain pattern. They, they learn sign language. Yeah, it's it's incredible, dude. Yeah, they just can't say words that we can, but they do sign language. Like, look those pla- those new Planet of the Apes movies. We can get there. Scarily enough, we we can. And uh, the guy who did one of the apes, Caesar. No, I don't. I think the main one in Planet of the Apes was still what's his face, Andy Circus. Circus yeah. But enough. There are a bunch of apes in Planet of the Apes. Mm. That one is the one who did uh, the performance capture for Gordy. 
Oh, yeah. Gordy was CGI. Yeah. Because otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. Right. And where you can really see it is the clothing. Mm. His clothes don't move normally. Mm. Do you know what the hardest and most impossible and I think not pulled off CGI shot is? I know it's impossible for video games, but I think it still hasn't been CGI'd. What? A character taking off their shirt. It's way too much folding and uh, what's the word called? Collision and all that. Video game characters don't take their shirt off over their head. They could probably start pulling it up and then you're out. Like it, it, it cuts because you yeah. can't, you just can't. It's too much. I'm sure someone could do it, but they don't. And so, so clothing is hard to get right. That's yeah. why like, you know, characters always have the same clothes. They all kind of move with the body. Mm-hmm. In Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, they're like painted on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and on the other point is the filming everything, you know, get the shot. Him trying to get the shot in the bar and the TMZ kid, the old man, and the final thing that M does. She's going to die. Her, she thinks her brother's dead. Everyone's died. I need to take a picture of this alien yeah. with the well. That's their whole thing. We're going to take a picture and sell it and make money and be famous. And that's... Usually what does people want. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what social media is. That's what, you know... Like when you have to have your phone out just to see, like there's beautiful things going on. Everyone's got their phone out. It's like, just, just take it in. You're never going to watch that again. Also, everyone else is recording. This will be on YouTube. Yeah. Your video doesn't matter, you know? And that's just where we're at in society. So out of uh, five tram honks, where would you put this? I don't go four. I went with a solid four. Yeah. This is solid four. Uh, I can't watch this again. No, really? I think I could. The mystery and the thrill is just, I don't care to pick it apart. That's the thing. People want to pick it apart. I don't. Mm. I can't enjoy it the same way again. Mm. I don't enjoy picking them apart. Well, the good thing is you have two other Jordan Peele movies you can watch. Yeah. But right now I'm still playing through Horizon. But I'm like, dude, I do all the side missions and everything, and I haven't done them all. 66% completion, and the final mission is available to me. Got it. Freaking video games, man. And I'm like 62 hours in. I don't know. Hmm. Good. Great story, though. But anyways, that's what we thought of Nope. I think uh, I think it was great. I think it was exciting. Yeah. I think it was a great summer blockbuster. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it was fun. It watch. did remind me of Jaws a lot. That's what everyone was saying. I've yeah. never seen Jaws. You got to watch Jaws. No. And Good this movie. is the reason I watched Akira the next day. Yeah. Because I'm like, I got, it's now, now's the time. <laughs> now's the time. So uh, how do we? End? I think I, I ask this every time. I don't think we have like a set way, huh? There are no iconic lines from the movie, are there? No, no, not not that. I, I mean, nope. <laughs> no. I guess that that's uh, iconic. Well, maybe to Jordan Peele, we could say four stars, baby, four stars, <laughs> four stars, Jordan, JP, UJPP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys on the next one.